In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to, wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Hi listeners, I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are FemRegard Podcast. Ooh, Fem. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the Fem Fam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. Hey, Matt. Oh, no, I don't like that fetus sound <laughs> in your voice. I really thought you were going to love this. Really? <laughs> Did you, you know You know who fucking loved this show? Who? Kevin Smith. I don't get Kevin it. Smith loved <laughs> this show so much that he took, like, he ended up directing a bunch of the seasons in the second season, or a bunch of episodes in the second season. Um, I don't get it. See, I avoided watching Veronica Mars for many, many years. Yeah. And then the weirdest thing happened like two years ago where I suddenly had all the time in the world to just binge TV shows. Uh, So I was like, all right, let me finally watch this Veronica Mars show that everyone's been raving about. And man, I was sucked the fuck into this show, like right out the gate. I, I love a good teenage noir story (laughs) and like, what I liked about Veronica Mars here. Here's a quick background on Veronica Mars. Um, yeah. So show lasted three seasons in a movie <laughs> and it was on the, it was on UPN for the first two seasons. It's 100% a UPN show. <laughs> and then the third season, it moved to the CW. And a lot of people were like the CW ruined this show because was it CW deals you not. UPN. <laughs> well, I mean, but no, but you'll. So here's the thing. Season one 
every every season there's like a main mystery that Veronica is solving throughout that mystery. Okay. And then there's all these like mini cases that she works on. Uh she is a young teenage sleuth. She used to be super popular. Um and then basically her best friend was murdered and she was raped and she uh kind of pulled herself away from all of the popular kids to find out who murdered her friend and who raped her um, because she was like date raped. Um, Jesus. Like Veronica was Veronica was. Holy fuck. Um, so that like, I think the opening line of the first episode is like, do you remember your first time? Cause I don't like, it's like really like they, like they don't fuck around with that shit. And that's like, oh, it's if like, there's anything that like, uh, I was watching this episode. There's, uh, that feels like totally a different tone. <laughs> well, I mean, this is very much, keep in mind, this is the Christmas special, so it's very light. So that's the first season, right? First season's all about solving that mystery, and she does. She solves both of those mysteries. Season two. Wait, do I know it was the person who raped her in this? I episode? am pretty sure. I know for a fact that you've met who murdered her friend. And then season two. This is it gets wilder <laughs> season two. She's trying to sur- solve the mystery of who tampered with the brake lines on the school bus that led to the death of 60 classmates Holy when shit. the bus veered off of a cliff. Right. Like season two gets even darker and fucked up. And then it gets moved to the CW for season three. And she's trying to figure out who stole the answer key in college for one of the tests. Are you like, fucking serious? I'm dead serious. The CW like pampered this down to like the most pg bullshit like you've ever seen i feel like the cw understood the tone better though like (laughs) (laughs) see that's what these people should be solving i'm like it doesn't make any sense i'm supposed to feel bad for this actor that got stabbed for sleeping around on his wife and i'm supposed to be like okay cool these guys are best friends again because the guy apologized at the end, but that doesn't change the fact that he was making super racist comments throughout the entire episode. So here's the other thing that I'll tell you, but oh wait, there was a fourth season. Sorry. There wasn't a movie. There was a movie and then uh, yeah, Hulu yeah, yeah. produced a fourth season after that movie. Did, did Hulu go back to its roots of like, Hulu yeah, to its roots, man, slit a dog's throat this time. It's, so, so Hulu does like a huge time jump. Cause it's, it's a good like five years after, um, after the it third, should have been a prequel, but just cast them all again, like the well, like Wet Hot American Summer. Wonder, well, been- the thing, so like, <laughs> so Kristen Bell like loves this project, like she's like all yeah. about this. So she was like, I really want us to do another season. Um, the creator of the show is Rob Thomas, not to be confused with the lead singer of Mad Drugs Twenty. <laughs> That's what um, I thought, honestly. <laughs> but he uh, created Veronica Mars, and then he developed the 90210 reboot that happened in 2008. But more importantly to me anyway, as much as I love Veronica Mars, he also went on to co-create party down and I zombie, um, which are both. So I I think keep in mind with that lens. Like I think Veronica Mars makes sense if it's coming from the lens of like, this is a dude who has a pretty dark sense of comedy between party down and I zombie. And I think it matches with I zombie for sure. And that's, that's what I thought as well um i've seen uh bits and pieces of party down and i do like party down i think that the i i keep using the word tone but i think i i prefer that tone yeah um i think this definitely falls in line with that i zombie 
uh, sci-fi channel TV show, CW channel TV show. I think my uh, my biggest issues with the show is is it is a 2004 CW show, and yes. that's not that's not what I'm into. And I think that really stands out. That if I'm gonna watch a 2004 CW show, throw some vampires in there, and let's watch yeah. some fucking Buffy, bro. So what I like about Veronica Mars though is I, I, I'm gonna ask you. Uh, a question, and I really don't want this to sound patronizing. Yeah. But like, are you a fan of film noir? Have you watched like a lot of like, you know, like the black and white grimy detective movies? No, 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 no. I'm definitely not an expert. Like, okay. I, I, I well, enjoy no, them, but I don't well, actively. That's so that was the main thing that I that I liked about the show. And I think it's what a lot of the people who are like the heart because this was like beloved by like the hardcore film nerds. And I think what it did was that it took the the framework of a film noir where you have this hard-boiled detective who's your hero and then you've got the femme fatale which is always like the sexy girl that is almost always somehow tied to the mystery right and every other person is just a villainous suspect like every person is set up to be a, po- a potential villain and they took that concept and gender bended it where yeah. it's like in now it's all these male femme fatales where you don't trust any of them. So like, I don't think that you're supposed to be like, Oh great. They're all friends again. It's just like great assholes. will just continue to be assholes yeah. because like the whole point is like Veronica is the only person who sees through the bullshit of high school yeah, enough yeah, to yeah. like try to solve these, but it does a really great job of like, it actually takes these characters who I really dislike in the first season. And by season four, I'm like overly invested in their growth as characters because like Veronica is such an overwhelming driving force of good and doing the right thing that she slowly starts to, to turn these people who have awful sides to them. Um, so it, it is very touching, but, uh, this I just I think this is a fun episode. I think that between this and what we're going to talk about next week, though, I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm feeling that Christmas spirit starting to seep in when I'm hearing like these little instrumental Christmas songs and like yeah, this man. Veronica Mars episode. I'm getting like the big smile. I'm like, oh, man, like when she's solving the mystery and you've got that like May cover of Carol the Bells on the keyboard going. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Oh, it's going I'm, down. I'm feeling it, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah. especially, like, like next week as well, when we hit those like instrumental bells and such. Oh, yeah. But like with. I everybody's everybody that knows us is going to think that I hate this and I, I don't want anyone to think that I hate this. I texted you before I watched it and said, is this going to be something I can watch without watching the other episodes and i think after watching it i disagree with you and i think i don't think this is a great show to just watch this episode i i Um, don't think i think that i was thinking more because there was there was a part of me it's like hey you might like and maybe we'll hold off and i tell him to watch the nine episodes leading up to this so he actually cares about these characters and i would have i would have but not right now but but i would (laughs) have but i think that I think that the actual framework of the actual story, you don't need that much information. I agree. I agree. But I think um, (laughs) liking the overall concept, I think you should come with a little bit more context of what's going on. Um, It wasn't a bad episode. It definitely, I could definitely see 
me enjoying this episode if i had seen the rest of the show what led up to it yeah yeah and i think right now just having watched that episode and knowing nothing else about veronica mars except for the fact that people were batshit about it like firefly level batshit about it um it's always that and this show is what i hear about and then this one got a reboot and you'll never see firefly again nope um probably because none of us it seems like rob thomas is a good guy that yeah exactly like working with (laughs) (laughs) um so i don't know if i'll go back and check out all of it because i'm just kind of left with like okay like like but that's it but i don't actively hate it and i don't know i'm so confused with how i feel about this thing because i want to like it but i'm like uh, so 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 I just checked on Wiki because Veronica Mars is definitely one of those shows that is beloved and popular enough that every episode has a very detailed Wikipedia yeah. page. Um, so I was like, let me see what the reviews are on Wiki for this, because like maybe I'm crazy. Um, and it says, no, it's like the, overwhelmingly loved. <laughs> yeah, it was like this episode is critically acclaimed in a glowing review with the AV Club. Uh, Rowan Kaiser said this episode works on every single level. It's tense, but funny. It's light, but dark. It stands alone, yet it continues to build the plot and it's plausible yet still surprising. I didn't find it funny. Like, I don't <laughs> what, Where was the funniness? I don't know. I like her banter with her dad always makes me kind of chuckle because it's, yeah. it's got they're almost like um, and I think they even make a reference to this in the dialogue unless I'm thinking of something else I was listening to yesterday as well. But like they almost have like a a Rory Lorelai type relationship. I can see that. I you know what I mean? Like it's that. just like, but it's it's because like, and they do bring up little pieces of this. Like the first set season does have all these little threads of like, why did Veronica's mom Veronica's mom just like up and leave them? And like, why did all of these different things all happen? So I think it was like when her mom just bailed and they never knew why. It brought them a lot closer. And what basically ends up happening is her dad is the private eye of the city of Los Angeles, uh, which is like all of these rich, spoiled, bratty people and families. And he's kind of like, like he says, there's that great scene where he's sitting with Logan's dad and he's like, look, man, if your wife was hiring me to find out if you were being unfaithful, I would be reporting yeah. this. But she wants to protect your so- sorry life. So I'm not going to tell her <laughs> anything. You no, know, like like it's like that. That's his morality is whatever you're paying me to find out. That is what where my yeah. morality lies. And because his wife left, who used to help him out, Veronica kind of becomes his secretary. And then in doing so, she really learns the like the same type of detective skills that he has it i i think this and i zombie also fall in the same category as something like psych where it's like these people who learn extremely specific deductive skills yeah (laughs) in the darkest corners of the internet a nameless formless entity has been growing No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Horror Movie Night! Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books... 
Think again. We got romance. We got action. Romance. We got comedy. We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to... Su- Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. Um, But I I mean, I, I do really enjoy this episode. It was funny, actually, as I was watching, I was like, God damn it, I really need to buy the DVDs for Veronica Mars. <laughs> like, I want these in my collection. I'm... I'm- shocked that you don't own them so i literally like i'm not kidding i watched it for the first time during the pandemic like i was just like yeah. oh let me just pop this on and i think the biggest the biggest problem is that like i would want to own well you know me i'm a completionist so i would own them yeah. all but i would only want to own seasons one two and four and four like <laughs> there's no plans for a season five and man Season four's ending might be right up there with like a Sopranos or a Lost where it's like the audience is fucking split on if it is a brilliant ending or like a fuck you. How dare you? But I will say again, spoiler free in this sense, if you know film noir, you're gonna you should know that the hero can never truly get a happy moment right like like yeah 100 so it's like i don't know i i I think that that is the fault of the audience watching what is a film noir show and expecting it to end with like everyone walking off into the sunset with no sadness underlying underlying it all um i feel like i don't know um i wish it wasn't so 2004 drama Yeah, and it, that's 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 I, my, I that's my valid, biggest though. issue with it is like if this leaned heavier into a darker, more adult tone, and I know we're dealing with twenty-four-year-old high schoolers. Yeah, I get it, but like, but I you know, know I think weird? that's that's hold on that 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 tone is so jarring, especially in twenty twenty-two, where when we have high schools like high schoolers on TV, we usually cast high schoolers now. Yeah, and um, I think that's just so jarring. Where yeah. I'm like, if if people make fun of me for loving Degrassi, and I absolutely love Degrassi, and I also find it completely fucking absurd, but I, I, I that's why I like it. Where I went into this, and I'm like, okay, what is it that that people enjoy about this? And I was just taken so far out of it because of those things that were just jarring to me. Um, I don't, again, I don't hate it. I don't want anyone to think that I hate Veronica Mars. I'm just left right now having only seen episode 10, the Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I get it yet. Um, yeah. I, there's not, there's a chance that I might, I might get it. I might, I might understand. Yeah. I'm trying to hear, here was the breakdown. I was looking for, I'm like, I knew that there was something really random about the love of this show. Here was Veronica Mars was positively received from various writers. Um, oh, it's weird. There's no name for the guy who created Buffy, but uh, he made a guest appearance. <laughs> <laughs> on a second season episode and said that it was the best show ever made. Um, seriously, I've never been more wrapped up in a show that I wasn't personally making and maybe even more so than anything I've created. These guys know what they're doing on a level that intimidates me. It's the Harry Potter of TV shows. Man. That- oh, <laughs> Joss Whedon said that Veronica Mars is the Harry Potter of TV shows. I Damn, love that. That quote does not hold up. 
2022 at all. Holy um, shit. Kev- Kevin Smith, who guest starred on the episode Driver's Ed, said that Veronica Mars was hands down the best show on television right now and proof that TV can be better than anything in the cinema. Uh, Stephen King described it as Nancy Drew. Uh, but the result is pure nitro. Why is Veronica Mars so good? Because it bears so little resemblance to any life that we know. And I can't take my eyes off the fucking thing. And then Ed Broodbreaker called it possibly the greatest mystery show that was ever made for television. I really <laughs> feel like I need to watch more than just the Christmas episode. Because I feel like I feel like everybody's at a party that I wasn't invited to. And I'm just watching outside in the fucking rain. Because, like, again, this show is absolutely adored. And I just don't get it from this one episode. It. I'm like, I, I feel like Will Ferrell and Zoolander. I'm like, I, I feel <laughs> like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> like, everybody is praising this show that they would just shit talk other CW shows specifically for. And I'm like, I don't get it i don't I think, get it so, like, so as someone who's that- watched a lot of cw shows like i think the the difference to me explain is, it is like i mean let's compare it to the bit what i would say is the cw yeah, show to riverdale T- yeah tell, compare, tell me compared this- to riverdale okay yes i think that riverdale riverdale never i've watched every single season of that show I love and riverdale. i <laughs> see and i don't enjoy any of it but i can't stop watching it but but I think the concept of Riverdale feels yeah. like someone took what would have been a pretty funny SNL sketch yeah. or or a lackluster feature length film and said, we can do this for seven plus seasons. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's like it's Archie, but it's dark and <laughs> and mysterious. But yeah, it's like but I it feel never... like it's it stopped. It's. <laughs> But I, I it's think not the same Archie. <laughs> it's, this ain't your daddy's Archie. <laughs> it's your daddy's Archie. Dude. <laughs> but, say your mama's yoga. But like, I think that with with Riverdale, with my, I think that the first season of Riverdale is a really fun experiment. I think that dude, beyond so beyond that, I feel like, and I've talked about this on our movie night. I feel like it was a joke that they were like, oh shit, we got renewed. <laughs> like, I don't think that there was like I a plan so. to keep doing it. Whereas like when you watch Veronica Mars, yeah. the the passion of what this story is and what its homages are and like- It's shown in everything but the Christmas episode. <laughs> is pretty much, the Christmas episode is like, I, I mean, I love the Christmas episode, but again, I watched it in order release. Yeah. So like, I don't, maybe I'm, it was, maybe it was, I have to remember what happened before it, but maybe I was just at such an emotional hot, like, like it was just so heavy that I was like, oh man, just a sugary sweet Christmas episode. Exactly what the doctor ordered. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like these four douchey guys from Cali are just playing poker and I'm like, okay, I guess I See, don't understand. I, I realized also when I was watching, I'm like, man. Am I going to have to explain to Dylan why Weevil fucking rules? Because, like, Weevil <laughs> fucking rules. Not so, I mean, not even too much in this episode. Weevil is obviously a pretty uh, offensive stereotype, but I 100%. also feel like, but I also feel like in keeping to a 1930s film noir, I guess that kind of makes sense. And also 2004 super makes sense. I know, I know. But, and it's, that makes me so sad because that wasn't even 20 years ago. I know, but, <laughs> but his character, gross. his character, I really like because him and Veronica have this very interesting thing where ultimately 
they both have very similar drives, which is yeah. like they just want to see justice. Like they want to see the bad people punished and the good people succeed. Like that is yeah. their end goal. But like you see this divide of like Veronica has this from the level of a white blonde privileged woman. And he sees it from the perspective as a poor minority that is always going to be dealing with racist bullshit all the yeah. time. So it's like, he's just like, fuck it <laughs> until you give me back my money. I'm just going to keep stealing your shit. Like yeah. that's, that's my version of justice. But even you see, like he goes like you, it gets to this point where like there are episodes where like shit goes down Weevil gets arrested for something and he will not speak to anyone. He won't speak to a lawyer. He won't speak to his parents. He will only speak to Veronica because she is the only person who he trusts has his interests in mind at yeah. the end of the day. And it it is this beautiful relationship that like when you get to the movie specifically, because the movie does is honestly the movies where the time jump originally happens, but he's like, cleaned up his life he's he's a good dude he's a family guy and he's also young bob from slc punk yeah well and then shit happens that pushes him back into who he was as a teenager because uh, he realizes that he did all of the right things and the system still fucking won't treat him with respect so why should he like like it deals with like those heavy like like, I think it's like on one end, it's like, man, they're doing this kind of racist stereotype and they're throwing around these like racist jokes and terms. But it's like it actually does have a very like social purpose in the end of being like you treat someone like this. And how do you expect them to ever want to change or yeah. or see themselves as better? So, I, I mean, I think that there's so many different things happening at once in this show sometimes. But let's talk about the episode a little bit. Were you were you not even remotely invested in her deductive skills to solve the mystery of who solved, stole the money? Did you did you figure it out before Veronica? I had no idea who had stole the money. Um <laughs> I didn't I um I did like the fact that that, that he's like uh I have the money and I'm like all right, we're just going to we're just going to let we're just going to let this guy take him outside and beat the shit out of him <laughs> now uh, while Veronica just deals himself, deals herself in uh, into poker. So, I mean, I liked, I liked certain aspects of the episode. Um, I did like the commercialization of Christmas, yeah. uh, that conversation that kept getting brought up. Um, but I don't know, man, I, I, it was, it was all right. It was okay. It was it was a nice slice of of TV. Like like that's I, that's that's where it is. And I feel like I can't hold it on this pedestal. No, that everybody has I, it on because I don't understandable. Know I love. I will say I love the twist. Uh, I think it's a very creative move if you're looking to to play mind games with your friends during a game of poker. Filling a, a whiskey bottle with iced tea and pretending yep. that you're getting progressively drunker is a that is a, that is a, a that is a move. That is a move. Um, That's did <laughs> not to spoil this episode. Fuck it. I'm going to spoil this episode. Did, um, did Aaron sleep with that, with the girl, the girl that works for the planning company? I'm pretty sure it's again, it's been about two years since I watched it. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, hold on a second. 
because I I'll know, tell you all. Like, I'll tell you all fair who murdered her friend. Um, okay, but I I will say that, like I said, you definitely. I know one. I, know I remember one hundred percent that you saw them in this episode. But you don't know if I saw who raped her. I I don't recall. I, I genuinely okay. don't remember. I okay. I barely remembered this episode until about five yeah. minutes into it. When I'm like, oh yeah, the poker one. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not even the Christmas episode to you. It's the poker one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not a lot of Christmas. I, there <laughs> there is some. There is some. We're um, progressively getting more Christmas as the yeah, year has gone for us. For sure. For sure. We're, we're um, easing into the Christmas. Yeah. Last week was fun when we just talked about WrestleMania for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sticking around. If you're listening to this episode and you made it through the WrestleMania episode, cheers to you. Uh, much love goes out to you. Uh, I liked the the decorating of the Christmas trees. Yeah. And I thought there was a cool juxtaposition of her Christmas tree and the rich people's Christmas tree. And the fact that both Christmas trees, it was discussed that they both had bald spots because we all know how that feels. Uh, bald spot on a tree. Spread those fucking ornaments out, guys. Come on now. All right. Well, what are you looking up, bro? <laughs> so I was I was confirming. I was confirming my memory of who killed who. But OK. All right. I'm like, we're recording. <laughs> Sorry. I zoomed yeah. out. No, but you're right. No, the, I'm the... sitting here fucking talking, and I'm like, please say something back to me. I'm sitting here just going on a fucking rant about these Christmas trees. All right. Well, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Dylan. <laughs> uh, happy CW channel, Matt. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Alright, so come on down to, su- wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. 
You're listening to the Geekscape Network.